Hello, everyone. This is Kelly Beard of KarmicTools.com, and this is your weekly forecast for October 9th through the 15th of 2022. All right, now, just because Mercury's forward does not mean we're out of the woods. We still have some activations to navigate that Mercury's finishing up, and we got Mars retrograde warming up, starting some new activations. And this full moon in Aries that's locking in with the cardinal energy in all four corners is pretty powerful, along with Mercury re-entering Libra to add to the party. So whatever time and space you can get to yourself and under the sky to commune with this full moon is going to be powerful. Jupiter's going to be close by and the brightest it's been in years, which also lends power to our full moon intentions. So we kick off on the 9th with the Aries full moon, which affords an incredible opportunity for a clean slate and deep release of that which is no longer part of your identity or purpose. It's also a good time to release anything that creates imbalance within you or blocks your true independence in the world. This full moon kicks off another year of release work, which also means that you just completed a whole year of it too. So give yourself credit where credit is due. As you go forward, rather than feeling like things are overwhelming and moving too fast to process, let alone integrate, you should be able to see where you have done so much inner soul work over the course of the last year, that you can now move through your own personal processes much faster. Now, of course, this won't be the case for everyone, in which case the Aries full moon is going to shine that bright light on exactly what aspects of self have put you in this position and make you feel it until you are so uncomfortable that you finally own it. Once you own it, you can deal with it, change it, and or release it altogether. Just keep in mind, this is all rhythm and patterns which means if you pay attention, you can consciously co-create with more ease and grace and much less frustration. A deep breath. Yeah, that's an old Kellyism too. If you can't see it, you can't own it. If you can't own it, you can't change it. So it all starts with the awareness and then it goes to the willingness (laughs) and then you get your results. But that's the general vibe of any Aries full moon. This one is special because it's plugging into larger cycles and making it personal for us as individuals. The sun and Mercury in Libra. So our thinking and our consciousness is in the zone of how do we go back into the world after COVID and relate with others in a way that feels good and healthy and safe and uplifting and energizing and not draining and crazy and and crazy making, right? Our consciousness where the sun is lighting things up opposite the moon in Aries with Jupiter and Chiron. So we're doing this major healing, major rebirth of our consciousness major cycles rebooting. And at the same time, Pluto's finishing up in Capricorn and Pallas, our wisdom, our inner genius, our healing capacity is in Cancer. So we know self-care is at the top of the list. If we've changed our mind and we're changing our rhythms and routines on some level, then all of the ways that we take care of ourselves is shifting as well. If we can use more wisdom in our self-care and personal security issues, then we can transform our purpose and what we're known for in the world. See how that works? If we can take care of ourselves and our home base, because we've all been rebirthed, okay, over the last two to four years in terms of purpose and identity. So now what, right? And if we can release that old identity and purpose, then now we can collaborate with others at a much higher level. It is personal transformation this full moon and know that the luminaries are lighting you up in a way that is number one, purifying you on the deepest levels, 
and two, facilitating permanent change and transformation. So anything you are truly willing and ready to release, this is the moon to work with. In order for you to experience the level of relationship that you desire, what do you have to change or redefine about yourself so that you can magnetize that vibrational match? Okay, so that's the other thing. If we're down and out, we don't want to go looking for or looking to magnetize others in that state. We want to raise our vibe and then work on our magnetics. Keep in mind that that applies to both personal and professional relationships. And any Aries moon is all about you. So do some mirror work or dig into your journals looking for your own patterns that you are finally truly over and trust that this cleansing is preparing you to be able to engage with others on a much higher level of integrity going forward. Deep breath. Ooh, I say. Let go of the old self. We've been cracked open in our consciousness and now our physicality and the way we live in our day-to-day reality has to shift too. And so many things fell away. It's like we crossed a bridge and it disintegrated behind us. It's not that we burned it. It's not that anything bad is back there. It's that we no longer need that bridge. We're getting ready to cross over some new bridges that are much stronger and more appropriate for here and now. That's Sunday, Monday the 10th, Mercury Direct re-enters Libra. So we're finally on the forward move, but we're still in post-shadow. Keep that in mind. It doesn't enter Scorpio until October 29th, right before Halloween and all the ancestor work we're going to do. So Mercury has moved from processing in Virgo to restoring mental balance and equilibrium to your nervous system in Libra. Rewiring how you think of your personal systems within the context of the other people that you have to deal with on a fairly regular basis. We've reviewed our ideas, thoughts, and concepts in our Libra house so that we can find a better rhythm and healthier routine in our Virgo house. Okay, houses equal the areas of life. So this is what gets activated. My Virgo is the 10th house of career. So I already know how I push myself in this work that I love and that I'm so passionate about. But I need more of that Libra balance. And I love collaborating and I've managed to be consistent with that. So it's just an upgrade now that I'm on the mountain. (laughs) So you know if you change your thinking or want to make some new choices in the area of relationships, partnerships, and collaborations, then it's natural to expect things to shift for you as an individual starting at home and work, okay? So when you change, everyone and everything around you has to change or go away. When you raise your vibration, people have to raise up or go away. We do not go backwards. We do not go down. Now that you've reviewed your ideas, thoughts, and concepts about socializing and or interacting with others, how would you like to do that in a new and different way going forward? What kind of upgrade to your mental body did you get this go-round? Do you feel more clear about how much solitude and how much socializing you need personally? This is the time to consider these things, and it's not too late to get the benefits of your Mercury activations and all the goodies in the classroom. So if you're interested in that, I did lower the price to 75 and that covers a lot of ground. You have meditations, activations, and divinations to clarify what's come up. And sometimes, I'll be honest, I get this wave at the end or right after the Mercury retrograde because that's when people start putting things together, right? So the tools can be helpful when you begin to process what's really changed for you over the last three months, right? Then Tuesday, the 11th, Sun trine Saturn. This is a good one. This energy gives you the direction and discipline at the same time. This energy gives you direction and discipline at the same time. 
Use it consciously to fuel your goals as you will be blessed by your past efforts. Saturn rewards your hard work and dedication. Don't ever forget that. You are completely supported to structure your life in a whole new way. It's time to take a personal inventory, organize your life, especially your home, office, or immediate environment. Naturally, this kind of shift will also affect those you relate with in these close environments. So be mindful of others who are not necessarily as clear as you may be at this time. A new order is trying to take root, which scares some and excites others. And this activation supports you and your personal definition of stability and good boundaries. Ooh, deep breath. Redefining terms, y'all. You have access to focus and dedication that can set the tone for the next season. As you clarify the connection between who you are and what you are truly responsible for in this lifetime. Evaluate your daily routine and see what's working and what's not. Then move forward with some new choices. Then we move to Wednesday the 12th when Mars squares off with Neptune for the first of three times. So here we go with Gemini to Pisces. Remember that Gemini, Sag, and Virgo, Pisces are the processors. This is the areas of life where we do our processing physically, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. Here we're talking about who we are and what we want, our actions and desires, our sacred masculine, how we get anything done, squaring off with the dream and spirituality planet. So we are redreaming our lives for sure. And Mars is doing its retrograde through Gemini to help us rethink our choices, you know? So deep breath, this is going to be a process. This can be an annoying energy to say the least. Basically, you may be confronted with challenges which are a direct result of earlier choices. These are the kind of choices you eventually realized were wrong and had hoped the consequences would somehow pass you by. Not so much. You may feel very discouraged, possibly depressed, and be filled with fear and doubt. The key to getting through this energy is to take a step back, reflect on your choices and what led you to this point, and, as objectively as possible, evaluate what went wrong. The tendency with this energy is to want to give up completely on the path you have chosen, when all that is probably necessary is a little tweaking. So you got to think about this too. It's a square between the action planet and the spirituality planet. This is our physical body and our spirituality working it out. You know, both of them have to coexist and function in their own ways. But when they're challenged like this, it's a push to grow. We have to grow in our consciousness to get to this new level. Try to identify the aspect that is causing the conflict. If you don't feel that you can be objective enough or that you struggle with identifying this aspect, enlist two other people to give you their opinion and then follow your gut instinct on the direction to take from there. The other temptation with this energy is to be deceptive, either to yourself or others. Either way, don't give in. It will only come back to bite you harder later. Your physical energy is likely to be low as well. Do not force yourself to do anything that you are truly not feeling. Instead, meditate on what action may be necessary when your energy returns. Be still. Avoid confrontations with others as it is just the energy pushing you out of comfort zone and into new territory. This is a test of sorts, and the best way to deal with it is to face your fears and clarify your desires. My personal two cents about these two planets, Mars and Neptune, in a difficult angle, is to reflect on what actions have been taken and not worked toward the fulfillment of your dreams and start tweaking there, right? Anything that has not worked. 
Now, the big deal about Mars retrograde in Gemini, Mars goes backwards every two years, but it's usually in a different sign. The last time it went backwards in Gemini was 1990. So we're getting a huge upgrade right now on multiple levels. And this is going to be an ongoing process. So socially, collectively, this activation means there's going to be more deception and crazy, more people trying to force you to believe things that are not true. And you're going to have to have an inner compass. You're going to have to have different filters for yourself that let you know what is true or truth for you. Mercury's still busy. Same day on the 12th, which is Wednesday, Mercury opposes Jupiter for the third and final time. Remember what I said, the minute Mercury comes out, Mars goes in. So they're overlapping this week. And this one might make more sense now toward the end of the retrograde. A lot of times when we're in it, we can't tell what's what. But once we get to the other side, you start to notice where your consciousness shifted. And with Mercury and Jupiter, it is your thinking and your consciousness, what you're learning and teaching, how you're expanding your mental body in a way that is a growth moment, right? So the first hit was Mercury opposing Jupiter was in September. Well, first two hits were in September, September 2nd and September 18th. And the final hit this week on the 12th of October. So any opposition requires us to work with two distinct energies and get them to work together for the good of all involved. It's also a midpoint, which allows you that 180 degree view from the other side of your starting point roughly six months ago. Mercury and Jupiter are working out the push-pull within you between your mind and consciousness between your thinking and beliefs, between your thoughts and imagination, between the tedious details and the grand vision. Because of all this, it would be tremendously beneficial to play amongst a group of like-hearted souls with varying points of view, mavericks who follow their own intuition, as well as humble healers who also buck status quo by following their intuitive knowing within, something we all have the capacity for. This is great for what I call jam sessions, when my colleagues and I get together to discuss our ideas and insights about our professional goals. Something like that is a great use of this energy. Plan, strategize, discuss with others, get input and feedback, bounce ideas around and be open and receptive to other points of view. They may think of something you didn't. Make sure it is a circle where all opinions are valued, even if not shared. This is also a good one for learning something new and looking at things from another angle completely. So that's been the whole retrograde, right? We're coming out of it. And that's what I mean by the aha moments are probably going to pour in through November, December before it lingers in Capricorn and we do it a whole nother way. So that was Wednesday, the 12th. On Thursday, the 13th, we have a very special live event. It is the Venus Cycle Midpoint. Okay, many of you hear me talking about the Venus cycle and the Venus circle all the time. It's an 18-month cycle where we do nine months of release work while Venus is the morning star. That has been happening since November through March. It was retrograde. And all the way till now in October, we've been releasing, 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 clearing things that are no longer part of who we are, what we want, reworking values and priorities in a very deep, and hopefully conscious way. And the release leg was ruled by Capricorn. So we're looking at this as letting go of old roles and responsibilities that no longer apply. And your frame of reference for the last time she went backwards in Capricorn is 2013. So between 20, well, 13, 14 and 2022, we've had an eight-year process of roles and responsibilities where our relationships and finances are concerned. And it's time for a check-in again and an upgrade, a major upgrade. 
Now we're shifting at the midpoint to the next nine months of reclamation, and she will be the evening star. And this leg of the journey is ruled by Libra. So I'm calling this our inner advocate, where we are restoring balance to ourselves so we can relate with others at a higher level. So the other thing I do differently with every Venus cycle is I choose different guidance things. Last time it was goddesses and something else, some different kind of tarot deck. But this time we're doing archetypes and stories. And our guiding story for release work was the red shoes, how we sometimes settle for something that looks better but is probably toxic to our system and not what we really need. And so we cleared all that out. Again, that, that's part of shadow Capricorn. It's like taking a job just for the money when you really don't like it or don't want to be there. We let go of all that. We're not rolling that way. No more. No more. Ding, ding. We're done. So the red shoes was guiding our story for release. But Vasilisa the Wise, called the doll in her pocket, which is a special little totem of wisdom and power and guidance that is our higher self, essentially, that is available to us upon request and invitation, right? So we love having the stories and archetypes to guide us. And like I said, the inner advocate is this month's guiding story and what we will go through at the midpoint, along with that Vasilisa the Wise. I will probably pre-record the story so that everybody can have a chance to listen to the story before we get together. We'll see. I'm still cooking up what we're going to do. We're going to have so much fun Thursday night, October 13th at 8 p.m. Join us live. This is a monthly community event and also my Venus circle that I'm opening up to the public for just this month to invite new people in. A lot of times at the midpoint, you all come in and you want to start focusing on the reclamation. We love that. And the Venus custom guide and the reading that goes with it is totally worth it and available for the next nine months. You'll have all your activations. You'll have all the tools and guidance and access to the classroom and all the replays and things like that. So it's totally worth it. But I've included in the blog a link to the Venus Cycle article that's current for now, Capricorn Libra. And I've included the flyer for the reading and custom guide. And of course, a link to Venus Circle. So you can look into joining us, whether you choose to drop in periodically or subscribe every month. We'd love to have you. Now, that was Thursday the 13th. Now, Friday the 14th, our last activation, Venus trining Saturn. This is a smooth, easy energy that you can work with consciously and yield incredible, even tangible results. It's a good time to define your terms where relationships are concerned because you are really clear about your own values and priorities at this time. You'll be wanting clarity with others as well. Based on your past choices and efforts, positive benefits and earned rewards are forthcoming. Who don't like to get that message? If you've avoided responsibility in your own relationships, public or private, then this energy can help get you back on track with less pain and suffering than usual when Saturn's involved, right? If you can be practical about your own limits and realistic about what others bring to the table, then this energy also supports discussing forward movement, development or spiraling to a new higher level in some way as a team, as a couple, as, you know, more than just you, right? Venus rules our relationships and our finances, our connections with the world, our kinship, what we love and care about, right? Saturn's where we get serious and make things real. Strategizing about the future, clarifying the vision of what will support and protect all involved, and honoring the essence of life that runs throughout is deeply supported by these two getting together in an easy angle. 
Venus is also the energy of love and money, so it's a good time to be objective and somewhat conservative where both your relationships and finances are concerned. With this Saturn interaction, I would suggest outlining a reasonable relationship or financial goal for the next three, six, nine, or 12 months. Deep breath. You're just, it's a little reality check in an easy way. We've had a lot of rethinking, a lot of rearrangement of priorities. We got the full moon this week lighting up things about our individual selves. So, of course, we're going to go looking at relationships in a new light. It's deep, but we got plenty of tools and support and live events to guide you along the way. So, I hope you have a fantastic week. Reach out if you need to. This is Kelly Beard of Karmic Tools signing off.